0: hey guys welcome back to the random shit podcast with your host angeline States, angie whatever the fuck you want to call me i don't care but um today's episode okay so first of all today's episode is probably going to be a little more serious and not as like funny so if you're not into that i'm sorry but like this podcast is literally random shit, so it's like it's really for me to talk about whatever i want to get stuff off my chest and hopefully connect with somebody um and i'm sorry if that's not what you're looking for today i apologize but i just want to say i did actually have a um pod, like i actually had an episode lined up which i even started filming i just never finished it of me two days ago because today is what I, friday yeah, yeah. so to, um wednesday making cupcakes for thanksgiving yesterday and I it was gonna be so funny and fun because it was uplifting and then I just like mid doing it I just like I couldn't do it anymore I was like this is taking a lot of energy out of me to do this and I don't want to put something out there that like isn't enough or I don't I want to say isn't enough because it may be enough for other people but like it's It wasn't enough for me it wasn't bringing me any joy anymore if it's not bringing me any joy then it just seems fake and that's not something that i am into putting out into the world so here i am today the day after thanksgiving kind of just like i'm 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 feeling like i what's the word i'm looking for maybe like melancholy just like kind of just like not happy i'm kind of just feeling like bleh. And I think that it's kind of important to advertise, maybe not, that's such like a the wrong word, but like put out there, but like not every day and not every podcast is going to be super uplifting and funny and happy and I'm not going to be outgoing all the time because it's not that, like, That's not how a human works, I don't think. At least in my experience, that's not how being a human being works. (laughs) Like, I don't only feel those emotions. Like, no, I'm going to feel sad. I'm going to feel angry. I'm going to feel numb sometimes. Like, that's just how it is. And if I don't show that, I think I would just feel fake and wrong. So, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't exactly know where this episode is going to go, but... I know that it's not gonna be as um, exciting as past ones or as just like, out of the blue like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, what the fuck is happening, blah, blah. Like, no, this is just kind of, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but this is just gonna be like very mellow, I guess, might be the right word. I don't know. But filming this, or not filming, recording this came to mind because I, so, Obviously, I just, I wasn't feeling it yesterday, and then when I got home from Thanksgiving, I read a book, like, trying to make myself, you know, just, like, calm and happy, because reading is something that I do. It's, I love reading. Not only because, like, okay, (laughs) sorry, it's so hard for me to, like, think of words right now. I had, like, a book in front of me, and I was debating filming this or reading, and who knows, I may even stop and pick this up later, I don't know, but, I was reading a book last night until Friday night, which I highly recommend, it was really, really good. Um, I probably am not going to read the rest of the series, so I don't know, maybe. Um, and I read to make myself feel better, I guess. I mean, I guess a lot of people do, unless you're like being forced for school or whatever, which happens too, like, we're reading Hamlet in school and right I'm like, fuck that shit, I really hate it. but. Um, a lot of people at least from my point of view use reading as like an act of escapism and i think that i do the same thing um i don't even like need to do it i guess like i do and i don't because reading allows me to be somewhere that's not my head i guess like i am aware of my own thoughts and how the book is connected to them and how i make the book and what's happening, and the storyline, and the plot line, and the dialogue. I'm aware that I make that fit my own um, situation sometimes, or all the time. I don't know. Like, I could read an entire book and like make it fit my life, just because like that's kind of the mood that I'm in. But other times, I use it as like a crutch to. I don't know what I'm feeling right now, or I don't want to feel this super depressing or I don't want to feel super happy so I'll read something to kind of immerse myself in a world that isn't mine. Anyways, that was kind of a rant. So I was doing that yesterday and then it didn't necessarily, it made me feel better for a little bit and then I was like well shit what the fuck am I supposed to do now other than keep reading but like I don't really want to read entirely. I want to do something else. So I started watching Somebody react to Nessa Barrett on YouTube know, because I love her album, Young Forever, and then I even love the extended version. Like, it's, it's just really good. I love it so much, and I connect to those songs on a certain level. Um, maybe not honestly the one that she was feeling when she was writing it, but you know, I, I connect to it on my own personal level. And he had mentioned, like, how the world is, like, um, It's, what did he say, I don't remember. It was like, because I was watching on my phone and I'm recording on my phone, so I can't really find that right now. But he had said something about how like sad the world is now, I guess, and how like it's not our fault that we're feeling this way because the world around us is feeling that way too. If that makes sense. I, he worded it so much better than I did. And it just it put me in this position where I was like, holy shit, like that's so right. Which is something that I think I struggle with is like, you're feeling this. It's because you did something in your life to make you feel like this. But that's not always the case. I mean, it's almost never the case for me personally because I have like a lot of other <laughs> traumatic issues that I go to therapy for. Um, which then speaking of therapy this is just when you think of like when in one of my therapy sessions we had talked about my future and what i want to what i picture like 10 years down the road looking like because i struggle a lot with what i want to do and not just sorry if i like sniff a lot but um oh my god hold on i'm so sorry for this I'm going to move this away from my mouth so that you cannot hear uh, yeah. oh, That felt better. <laughs> so sorry. That was so good. And it was like really bad. Um, and I didn't want to be sniffing every five seconds. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I struggle a lot with figuring out what I want to do. And not just like what I want to go to college for, but like that's definitely a huge part of it is like, so I, maybe not everybody, but I know a lot of people at least have a general idea of what they want to do in life, and I have no idea. And it's getting to the point where I feel like it's, I'm, I'm getting suffocated with this need to figure out what I have to do. And I know everybody always says you you still have time, it's not that big of a deal, you'll figure it out later, but like it kind of is. And I, something I don't think, or I'm not sure that the people who say that understand or are fully grasping is that I need to know these things to make a living, to survive in the world that we have right now. Like I need, I don't need to, but I don't wanna work at, I don't know, like, like in McDonald's my whole life, just to barely get by and not enjoy my life. I don't want that. I want to be happy and I want to be able to do things that I love, or or work somewhere that I love. But I don't even really know what that is. And but the thing was is that I need if I don't want to be in that situation, I'm gonna to need to go to college for something, and I'm gonna fi- I have to figure out what I enjoy to go to college for that, so that I can do that for the rest of my life or for however long that I plan on doing it. And then I need to do that so I can get a house or an apartment or whatever so that I can live. Like I, and I don't think people grasp how, not only the pressure that we get as, whether it's a teenagers, young adults, children, whatever, to make those decisions through, cause it's like, oh no, it's not that important, we'll figure it out, you're fine, you'll be here. But like, and they're like, what the fuck are you going to do with your life? Like, you just told me that I don't have to worry about this. And now you're pressuring me into figuring out what I'm going to do in, like, a year. Like, I'm 16, about to be 17 in, like, less than a month. Oh, <gasps> I mean, my birthday is literally, hold on. What's today's day? The 25th? One, two, three, four, five. 15 days my birthday's isn't oh my god that's insane i'm gonna be 17 to 15 days <laughs> what the fuck um anyways so that means and then i have the, i'm in my junior year so that means i have one more year to figure out what i want to do college-wise or or maybe like a year and a half two years if i do just like general studies in college But most colleges aren't going to accept me based on general studies. They're going to want me to have a major. So it's it's so difficult, and I struggle with figuring out what I want to do. Like most people I feel like have, like I said before, I feel like they have like the general idea of like, okay, I want to be married, I want to have kids, I want to go to college, um, like a really nice college. Or I want to go to community college. I want to be a chef, or I want to be in the culinary field, or I want to be in the medical field. field where I want to be part of some kind of performing arts uh, program but like I've always said that I want to do or go into psychology but that's not it like the idea of that doesn't even bring me joy anymore like that used to be like oh yes and like I love learning about the brain and all that kind of stuff I, I love it I genuinely do but that kind of stuff it doesn't bring me like actual joy anymore. It's just it's like a small little hobby on the side that I would be okay with. But like I don't have something big that I'm like super interested in. And it's, it's really scary. Like it's, it's actually terrifying, I think. like it, it it almost makes me like it's I've had like anxiety attacks or like panic attacks whatever about this before. Because it, it's so like... It, it like the idea of it like squeezes my chest because, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I've literally cried about this whole steps Cause like, what am I supposed to do? It's it's so scary, and I think that a lot of people are going through this right now, or have gone through this. And I just I think it was important to share that, um, and. I'm not exactly coping with it, but at least knowing that somebody else out there is feeling the same way that you are, I think might be, or somebody that you know might be validating, which I think that we all need considering <laughs> the world that we're in today. But yeah, I. Now thinking about this, it's making me even more fucking scared. Because what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to go about life? If that makes sense. Like, what do I do? I I genuinely have no idea. And it's so fucking scary. Like... I think that's part of the reason why i mean i'm pretty sure i said this in my like intro or first episode or something um about the fact that i don't feel like i have a passion and that's what i mean like i don't know where i want to go in my life i don't have i don't think i have a passion and i mean i think that the influencer social media route is something that appeals to me But I also understand that it's something, it's something that is really hard. And all the other things in my life that I could do are pretty easy. So I think something that I need to work on is just going for it, which I kind of am right now. Um, But even that, it's so scary because what if it doesn't work? What if this doesn't work out? But then I have to remind myself, what if it does? And I think that everybody else should do that too. And I don't want to like, come off as like an all-knowing, um, like omniscient person, but because I'm gonna be honest, I'm call me a hypocrite because like next week I'm probably gonna be thinking I don't want to do this anymore. Um, sorry, that was my iPad. It's just so free. Like um, I don't even know what i was saying see this is horrible about this oh um, but yeah so i think that this is something that i do want to do but it's gonna be so hard to make a career about um, around this and to make a living off of this which means that i'm still gonna have to do things that i don't enjoy to survive and i really hate that the world has come to that um, because I would love to grow up doing something all the time that I love. But, like I said, why the fuck am I Googling how to carve a turkey? Sorry, I opened the Google on my iPad and it says how to carve turkey. Like, Girlfriend? Um, anyways, <laughs> how another thing that is really scary right now is growing old because I think because I'm turning 17 and what I just found out was 15 days is it's so, so scary. Like in the morning, um, in the least suicidal way possible, I do not want to surpass like the age of like 30 or 40 and i mean i don't really i don't want to surpass the fucking age of 16 to be honest but like not in a it's because i don't want to live way it's just like uh this is so scary and i don't like i don't think maybe it's because I personally am in a part of my trauma, my, my healing process from my trauma that I don't see the joy in it yet, which is kind of sad and I'm sorry to say that because <laughs> I know it's sad, but maybe that's why I don't see the joy in growing old. Like I just, I don't wanna do that. It doesn't seem enjoyable to me it make like it it makes me very sad and like i'm almost like grossed out by it and not in like a ew like that's fucking disgusting like almost like not like i'm touching like shit on the ground i'm kind of disgusting i just mean like disgusting in a way that like it's like cringy i don't i don't like i generally don't know how to (laughs) Um, word that, but like, it's, it's so unappealing. I think that that might be a better word than like disgusting and cringy. Like it's just, it's so unappealing to me and I can't quite figure out why. Um, and that's really scary too, because if I don't see the joy and the excitement and growing old and like growing wiser then how can I be super happy? You know, like how, if I can't see it, if I cannot picture myself as a happy old person, (laughs) like a grandma, not like a grandma, but like, you know, old like a grandma, I don't know if that makes sense, but like if I can't see myself in that position, How am I supposed to be super happy now, knowing that that is going to eventually happen? Like, there's no stopping it. I'm aging, there's no stopping that. So how am I supposed to find constant joy now when I don't see the prospect of joy in the future? Um, this is, like, there's no advice in this fucking podcast. It's literally me, like, ranting about what scares me, I guess. But, and I think that's part of what scares me about not having a passion, too. I think that those two things coincide. Where, like, if I don't have something that's going to make me happy, or that I'm going to be, that I'm going to be able to live off of and make me happy in the future, then I don't want to continue to get older knowing that I won't have that. And the same thing goes vice versa. Like, if I have this thing that makes me happy and I wasn't allowed to get older, I wouldn't want it if that, like... It's so difficult. Ugh. And I hate that I'm going through this now. And I honestly, I think it has something, partially something, or maybe completely something to do with the trauma that I went through as a child. Um, Because... I didn't have time to be introspective in the way of what makes me happy, I guess, because I was put in a position where I was forced to basically only do what I had to do to survive and not what I had to do to live. Like I was in a position where The only stuff that I could do was to exist not to live and now I'm in a position where I'm allowed to live but because I've been existing for so long it feels like I can't live if that makes sense and I think that I do live at some points in my life but I still feel like I'm existing and that's I think that's also really scary is that like for me personally I'm not like I don't even know, like, is this, like, a normal person thing? Or is this a me thing? I don't know, which is why I I wish that I could, like, read people's fucking minds sometimes or, like, understand people's emotions. But, like, I don't feel happy all the time. And that sentence itself is normal. Not everybody's going to feel happy all the time. But, like, I don't even feel content, if that makes sense. Like, the only... This is so difficult to explain. Like I genuinely wish there were exact words, but there aren't, so I'm gonna just try my best. Where like, I struggle with the idea of living all the time. Back to like the existing versus living thing. Like, There's only brief moments in my life where I am living. But then in the back of my head, I don't even think that I'm living because say, okay, here's an example. I am going through my day, I'm going to school, I come home, I eat dinner, I do my homework, and then I'm reading and then all of a sudden my friend FaceTimes me and we're laughing and we're giggling and we're having so much fun. I feel great in that moment. And then we hang up and I'm back to this regular schedule of just like, consistency in the way of like, just like, not happiness. Like, I'm not exactly like super sad all the time, but I'm not happy either. I'm kind of, my therapist brought this word to mind like a little bit about, like, it feels like I'm just coasting. And then there's these brief moments of enjoyment and happiness and then they disappear and I'm back to this level. And I don't know how to escape from that. I don't know how to get off of it. And I think it's really, it's, it's really scary, especially because even in those brief moments of excitement and happiness and, and things, just like the spectacular moment, in the back of my head, I know that I'm not gonna feel that way forever, or it, does, it doesn't feel like I'm gonna feel that way forever. And I know that once that this moment is over I'm gonna go back to not feeling that way anymore and I, it really, really sucks because then it makes those moments not as exciting as they could be. And I, I know that I have to change the way that I think about that and that I feel about that, but it's, it's really hard. And it's one of those things that I use reading for. Like I use that as a way to escape the feeling of only existing. If that makes sense. And that pulls back into the passion part where I feel like maybe if I had a passion that made me exciting and made me want to strive towards all the time, then maybe I would feel more like I was living than I was just existing. Because I think I don't other, like I have these small little things that I want. Like I want to have good grades all the time. Like that kind of thing is keeping me going in the academic department of my brain, <laughs> academic session, uh, section. But what else am I striving for? I don't know because I don't feel like I have a passion. So all of those things kind of like mix together into this little ball of like scariness that like is just like in my chest and in my head and on my shoulders and everywhere in my body. And I'm trying to learn how to let that go. And I think that's why therapy is really important to me right now, is because not only am I going, am I, are they helping me or is she helping me? Which I did meet my new therapist, guys. Anyways, moving on. Is she helping me heal from the trauma? I think this is good because she's also with that and without that, because some sessions we talk about it, some we don't, that is helping me heal and is helping me learn how to step away from those thought processes. And I think that's why therapy is really important because even if like no struggle is small, And even if it's just like, there's different kinds of therapy too. So even if you are just like, I don't know what to do in life. I see no joy in this and blah, 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 blah. Like you don't have to have like years and years and years of trauma to have to go to therapy. I think therapy is for everyone. I honestly, I think everybody would benefit for going, but there's not enough people in the world for that, you know? There's not enough time in the world for that, which I think is really, really sad, but, That's why I think everybody would benefit from therapy. And I think my therapist would be, honestly, really, I think she might even be proud for me iterating and speaking these thoughts aloud. And I think I'm proud of myself because sometimes I struggle with um, how to say my emotions and saying the ones inside of me because I think that they're scary as well. I think that vocalizing my struggles is really scary not only because it makes them real because i think that they're real no matter what but it it just it makes them like tangible like now that these are out there i can't get away from them if that makes sense like once i tell somebody there's no escaping it until i heal from it if that because if i don't tell anybody i can escape it momentarily all the time and nobody will know about it so nobody's going to remind me and pressure me to heal from this or to help me heal from this so I don't have to go through the hard parts but if I tell somebody and I put this out into the world it makes it tangible and it makes it real and it forces me to overcome it and that's also really scary. You know what I think I'm going to name this episode. This is scary (laughs) because I think that's I literally I think I've said that word like 20 million times during this episode. (laughs) But we are running out of time because I'm trying to keep my episodes to like 30 minutes long, Um, maybe longer in the future, but that's where we're at now. And I also am staring at the book Archer's Voice right now. And I really want to get into it because I have just um I was just really, really vulnerable for 28 minutes. <laughs> and I yeah, like I said, call me a hypocrite because I'm running from my emotions and I'm gonna use this book as my escape from them after I post this because duh. <sighs> Anyways, how's y'all stay? <laughs> okay whatever i think i to use this last minute to say thank you for listening to me um my past episodes even if you didn't finish them thank you for clicking on them thank you for clicking on me thank you for giving me the time of day no matter how small or long that time period was thank you i really appreciate it you're helping me you're giving me hope and i don't want to put the pressure on anybody to force you to give me hope but i just want to say you did help me and i really appreciate that And it would be amazing if you would follow me on my social medias. You can look me up, Angelina States on Instagram. um, I believe it's like Angie1331 or 3113. I don't remember. Um, Listen to this podcast on all platforms, pretty much. (laughs) Um, I usually use, I would say Spotify is probably the most used, but yeah. So thank you guys, and I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you celebrated it. If not, I just hope you had a wonderful Thursday. And I hope you have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful Saturday. And I just I hope you have a wonderful life. And um, yeah, thank you for listening to me. I guess that's it. And I'm so bad at closing these off. Bye!